Welcome to Real Talk with NJ Sorority, the voice of sorority risk management, where we talk about the big risks, small questions, and real challenges sorority women face today. NJ Sorority is the premier insurance agency for women's sororities. We are passionate about educating and empowering our clients. We believe that striving to be unique never stops, and that by promoting safe decisions and smart risks, we can continue to create spaces for women to grow, serve, and lead. I'm Sarah. And I'm Allison. Be sure to stick around for the end of the episode where we get into what we can't stop talking about, besides sorority risk management, of course. For now, let's dive into our conversation and let's get real. We're back. We're back. Here we are after a year. Has it been a full year now, Sarah? Almost, I think. I think we are just barely coming in under the wire of our year hiatus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's been what's been going what's been going on, Allison? Uh, not a whole <laughs> lot. Uh, just a pandemic, <laughs> election, I, social unrest, just everything. Uh, yes. it's been <laughs> only a everything. Lot. Yes. Yeah. But it, it, we were laughing about just the fact that we had fleshed out. And brainstorm all these ideas for the calendar year of 2020 uh, for everything we were going to record podcast-wise that year. And then in March, the world went nuts. And so we shifted our focus to a lot of other content having to do with just all the changes that happened in 2020. Uh, But now that things have they're not back to normal. We don't like that phrase. We're, we're trying to get away from that, I feel like. But <laughs> now that things have changed, we, we're trying to get back on track with the podcast and are excited to get back and revamp some things, re, refocus on some topics that we know are still relevant to all our sorority clients out there. Yes, definitely. Um and some of this stuff is still like, as we were just reviewing our notes and things like that, a lot of the stuff is still relevant, just maybe with a little bit of a COVID bent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we look forward to diving back into those topics. But first, we wanted to just kind of level set that we took some took some time off from the podcast Um for obvious reasons. It doesn't mean that we haven't been busy producing a ton of content throughout the pandemic on all sorts of topics and in all all different kinds of avenues in terms of webinars, newsletters, kind of white paper resources type things. But we just let the podcast be on the back burner and we are excited to jump back in. It's really fun for Allison and me. And we also wanted to reflect back on some lessons that we have learned that we feel like COVID has been an opportunity to just maybe wake up to to some things and personally and professionally too. So I wondered what some of your lessons, your COVID lessons were, Allison. One of my own biggest lessons is about, I think COVID forced a, has forced a different pace of life. And there's something about slowing down and and just learning and trying to be kinder to ourselves that I think I've learned a lot about this year and just realizing probably the pace I was going was not super healthy anyway, and that I'd like to build in 
some changes I've gotten to make this year and was blessed and fortunate that COVID hasn't impacted my family directly. I know it has for many, many people. Uh, Other than some kind of small incidents have overall been okay. And it's just been a moment to think back on all the blessings that are in my life and all the the good things and how can I slow down and make sure that I'm utilizing all those things to the fullest and not just breezing past them, but trying to notice them. So yeah. What about you, Sarah? I love that. I think I have learned some of that too. I thought um, that was important to me before COVID. Um, but I think even obviously living through a pandemic is a traumatic event all by itself. And then if you add in being personally affected, whether you have a family member or yourself that's gotten s- sick or um, even passed away, so much more detrimental for so many. And then so many people losing their livelihoods and things like that. So just trying to wade those waters and find ways to be grateful, like you said, but also growing those compassion muscles for others too, on a personal level. But two, I think that the Pantsuit Politics podcast was a saving grace in 2020 and beyond for that matter. Mm -hmm. But the ladies that host the podcast pretty early on in the pandemic talked about COVID as an accelerant, meaning Mm -hmm. that it just kind of woke us up more quickly to more people of things that were wrong, whether that's societally or in, in our own individual lives. Um, and so it just kind of really sped up the pace at which people either were forced to pay attention to these things or pay attention to them at all. And I think that that's true on many different levels. So obviously we saw that with healthcare, like some, some just ways that we did not provide for our healthcare workers and things like that, and just really waking us all up to that. And then a lot of the political events of 2020 waking us up societally to those as well. But then I think too, in the sorority world, it was a little bit of an accelerant. There were people prior to COVID saying that women's sororities needed to evolve a little bit with the changing demographics and trying to get us to think ahead to what's to come and how we can best serve our members and alumni moving forward. And I think that COVID just made that more apparent than maybe it was before in terms of really that need to communicate our what value we bring our members and our volunteers and our alumni, the communities that we support and everything along those lines. So I think it's a real opportunity moving forward on whatever the other side of this is to do that work now and uh, communicate it better and and really work with those communities that we serve to to make sure that we're serving them in the way that best suits them. So I think that's an exciting opportunity. It is. And along with that, we want to make sure whatever we're providing is something that packs a punch. We know anybody listening, whether you are a sorority staff member, a volunteer, a member, any kind of constituent in the sorority community, that your time is, is limited and valuable. And I know I often podcast and listen while I'm, I'm working on other relevant things. And I know I've had to cut out time of just reading endless scroll of news, um, both for mental health reasons and just for the sake of time. And so we hope this is something that can complement what you're already doing, things you're already working on, while you're maybe answering some emails from from members with needs as a house corporation volunteer or, or as a staff member at work. So we are open to ideas and suggestions, but are excited to revisit some topics that we had prepared last year. And speaking of which, just on a funny note, we had gone back and listened to a few episodes we recorded that didn't quite get to publish. And it was just funny to hear some commentary on trying to make sense of even what the coronavirus was 
a whole year ago and probably said a lot of silly things that would sound (laughs) (laughs) a little foolish now, but we were all trying to get our bearings and understand what was going on and definitely have a lot of different perspectives and mindsets now. And I think we were even laughing, you know, back in March when everything hit, we were frantically trying to develop resources and hosting webinars about reopening in the spring still. And then it was like, we developed all this content and then I was like, we're not going to be reopening, you know, and not that it was wasted because some of that was used then for reopening in the fall. But just, I think that we all kind of impressed ourselves with our resiliency and ability to to live with so much uncertainty for almost a year now. So I think we all deserve a pat on the back and to to, uh, Allison's point, just to speak more kindly to ourselves and maybe take a big exhale as we approach this year anniversary of the beginning of the pandemic for most of us. Mm-hmm. So Alice, explain what we've been up to, but what we are thinking as we move forward with the podcast. Certainly. So we hope to continue some housing FAQ episodes and event planning episodes we had planned before all of this, but we'd like to start with COVID episodes for each of those just to update everyone on where we're at, tips for planning events in light of everything that happened last year and tips for providing housing for sorority members in light of everything last year. So we hope to also dive back into some old topics, revamp them, as Sarah mentioned, get more guests on the show, both from our sorority clients and just our in general partnership community with sororities out there. So just know that it's given us a chance to focus, reflect, and as we said before, find some content to publish that will really pack a punch, we hope, this year. Yes, we are excited. So we'll keep this episode short, um, but we wanted to share what we can't stop talking about. Allison, do you want to go first? Sure. So I feel a little basic in saying this, but I have dove back into Gilmore Girls recently. Nice. Uh, the, I'm, I'm about halfway through the first season. I it said, just, I think that's the the comfort food of television. TV. I think we're in the comfort food stage of the pandemic. We're back really? to it. I feel like I was really at the beginning, like just mm-hmm. eating comfort food and consuming like cheesy romance novels. And now I'm back mm-hmm. to it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's also that time of year seasonally right. too. I feel like just with snow everywhere and it's just nice to have a little escape. And, and I realized I've in conversations with people, I keep referencing moments in the episodes and trying to draw parallels to everything back to Gilmore Girls that I had a friend <laughs> yesterday be like, are you, are you good? Like, are you, are you sure you're really seeing that in real life? Or are you just living in Stars Hollow in your head right now? It's like probably a little of the latter, but yeah. uh, there are, I do think it's interesting growing up and watching that when I was younger, I related to the younger character a lot more, Rory. And now, I relate to the bomb, Lorelai, in her 30s a lot more than I used to. So interesting to revisit old materials sometimes and just see how you relate to it differently. Definitely. I love that. I'm not – I don't love rewatching things. My family makes fun of me because they like to rewatch things, and I don't really like to. But I usually don't think that's That's a good point that you get to kind of see who you were when you watched it or – read it or whatever originally and then see who are how you've changed exactly so maybe i should get back into gilmore girls 
Um, what about you? What what can't you stop talking about, Sarah? We too. So in the winter, we watch a lot more TV because it's cold and it's relaxing, mm-hmm. and there's not much else to do right now. <laughs> um, but we have been watching. I think I've raved about Masterpiece Theater on the podcast before. I'm if you're basic, then I'm extra basic because I just keep watching the same things. Um, but anyway. Masterpiece, which is on PBS and side tip, if you donate to, so for my PBS station, we have just donated just to support like public broadcasting and they have this thing called Passport, which is, it's like a streaming basically. So for us, it's $5 a month and we can stream all of these. So you can watch all the masterpieces that you want if you're, if you're like me and love them. Um, but our family, all four of us, have totally gotten sucked into All Creatures Great and Small. It's a BBC production. It was a, a book. Um, I think I read it when I was little. It's about a veterinary, veterinarian in a small British town. And it's just so sweet and great. And we are all four loving us. So I have a third grader and a fifth grader. So it's not always super easy to find things that fit, that keep everybody entertained. But we are loving this one. And we're going to be so sad when... The season's over. The problem with the passport thing is you can, you know, binge them. So we've been trying to keep ourselves to like one and a half episodes a week. But like last night, well, the kids, we've had big snow here this week. And so we knew that they weren't going to have school today. So we're like, oh, we might as well watch another one. And now I think we only have one left. It's very sad. We need some more (laughs) self-control. It's hard. It's it's easy to binge things this time of year, especially. And yeah, sounds like I need a passport. Too, you do. That's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have had so much fun coming back and being with you virtually. And we look forward to catching up with you, diving into more sorority risk management topics soon. And we hope that you will check back with us and let us know what you want to hear more of. See you soon. Good to be back. Thanks for joining us for Real Talk. We want to hear from you. If you have feedback, comments, or questions, send us an email at realtalk at mjsorority.com. Visit our website, mjsorority.com, to learn more about who we are, what we do, and explore our huge resource library. Check out the show notes from today's episode to dig a little deeper into the topics we discussed. This has been Real Talk with MJ Sorority. Be smart. Be safe. And we'll catch you next time.